Hello world, welcome back to Golf Subpar, Colt Nost and Drew Stoltzen. Wow, do we have a show for you today, Sleazy. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in, guns blazing, Pat Perez on the heels of, you know, Riviera where he made some statements and they made some news. There's some articles written about that and uh, only right that we have the man in here. He's a friend of both of ours. Come in here and uh, elaborate on some of those things he said and um, he does just that. It is a fun and interesting conversation we're going to get to, but first, got to give a big congratulations to Sepp Straka picking up his first PGA Tour win at the Honda Classic. My old caddy, John Davenport, on the bag. So pumped for them. Unbelievable finish. Birdies three of the last five, including a birdie at 18, where he caught a rather nice break because a damn almost hurricane seemed like blew in there at PGA National. And he was able to hit his tee shot before, got it down there, had 197 yards in. Whereas the final group of Shane Lowry and Daniel Berger were caught in the middle of that storm, really, really struggled with their tee shots. Ultimately, Shane Lowry parred the last to lose by one to Sepp Straka. But, wow, another first-time winner on the PGA Tour. Another Georgia Bulldog, too. Oh, okay, yeah, the year, going. The shit continues for those boys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Sepp, good break. Those things happen in golf. Sometimes you get the good wave. Sometimes you get the bad wave. He got up there, got to hit that tee shot before the rain came in. The interesting thing was he hit it down there and he had under 200 yards in. He had 175 mile hour ball speed, according to Shot Tracer, uh, on the monitor there. And then in the next group, when it was dumping, I mean, it went from not raining at all to just pouring. Daniel Berger got up there, hit a seed, 175 ball speed off the face, and he had like 50 yards further into those. So that gives you a little indication of just how hard it was going out there. And it, it changed the game. And Shane looked like he got up there and you don't want to stay in the rain too long. Grips get wet, glove gets wet, but it looked like he moved pretty fast. And ultimately, Sepp did what you need to do and got that that first dub. I feel like he wasn't even in the conversation a lot. It was mostly Berger and Lowry all day long. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, yeah, Sepp won. Final round, 66. Obviously, the talk was Daniel Berger with the five-shot lead going in. Ended up struggling to a four-over par 74. You know, he had the big lead. And Shane Lowry had a two-shot lead with, with four or five to play. Then all of a sudden, bam, here comes Sepp Straka. They weren't even really talking about him. Made a huge birdie at 14. Nice putt from off the green on 16. And then two great shots on 18 that allowed him to two-putt for birdie and ultimately get that win. You know, I mentioned John Davenport. Caddy for me for three and a half years. You know, we had a nice little run. He's a beaut. I finished third at the Players and fourth at the Byron Nelson. I usually paid him every two weeks. So I wrote him a rather nice check. A week or so later, I was like, do anything cool with that money we made recently? He goes, yeah, I bought two sea dues so I'm very interested him. to see. I think Seth Seth made just over 1.4 million. So Davenport's cut around 140k. I'm interested to see what he does with that. He's from that uh, barn rat school of money <laughs> management. I love it. <laughs> What'd you do with that? I bought two CDs, dude. Appreciating assets. Yeah. What else am I gonna do? Invest it like an idiot? Nope. But congratulations, Seth Straka. First PGA Tour win. First player from Austria to win on the PGA Tour. And as you recently learned, what's his real name? Uh, Joseph. Joseph. It is Joseph. Yes. Despite uh, popular belief, it is Joseph is his real first name. All right. Well, let's get to the man of the hour. Yeah. Pat Perez. Stop beating around the bush. We talk all things. His golf career at 40, now 46 years old. Happy birthday, by the way, Pat Perez. March 1st is his birthday. Shares one with my mother, which mm. is just terrifying. Wow. But happy birthday to my mom and Pat Perez. But this, this interview, it's very, very interesting. Pat you know, he never sugarcoats anything. He's very open. He's very honest. We talk about his golf career, looking for the Champ Tour, the Saudi, and the Super Golf League, as well as Phil Mickelson. So we get into let's a lot. Not, we're not going to spoil any yeah. of it. Let's get to it. Here's Pat Perez on Golf Subpar. Okay, back by popular demand, <laughs> our guy, former ASU Sun Devil, longtime tour vet. We don't need to go through the whole resume. Point is, he's back here. He brought his own grape juice with him. Did, what a actually. guy. Pat Perez in the building. How are you, buddy? 
I'm doing fantastic, actually. You look fantastic. By the way, by the way I wanted to bring fantastic. that up early. You look fantastic. great. I've been doing fantastic. You look relaxed. And also, the happy haircut today. Happy 46th birthday. God Almighty. Yes. Made it. Did you know you share a birthday with my mother? Oh, that poor woman. Lou <laughs> and Pat. I'm also with uh, Bieber. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. The Biebs. Three legends. Have you looked at uh, famous birthdays? Because we had Bo Hossler on recently. He was like number 49 most famous birthdays on his no, day. No, most... 49 most famous bows. Oh, shit. That was bows. No, but it's spelled B-E-A-U. <laughs> yeah, he did our podcast. And he went up to 17. Oh, yeah. He's really. Yeah. You're going to be high, bud. Hopefully. You got, a little, you got a little trim off the top today? I took a little trim off this. I got rid of some of the drape. I just couldn't take it anymore. What'd you tell him? How much off? I said an inch. Just one inch. One inch at a time. An inch, an inch matters. An inch matters. An inch is everything. An inch is everything. An inch is everything, bro. When you're dealing with that toy cannon, let me tell you. An inch matters. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to tell you about it. You know. Tell, us a, tell me about this grape, because I know you're a huge grape dude. You brought your own. I did. This, this is, is special. It was one. hard to get down here, because I had to hold the glass the whole way down here. But, you know, it is what it is. This is my boy David Grevy's. This is called Double Eagle. It's from Napa. Um, I is that any it. relation to the Screaming Eagle? No, fan? no, just no, another it's, eagle. It's Double Eagle. It's uh, it, it's his own blend. You know, at a Napa, great guy, David Grevy. I stayed with him at Napa this year. We drank some good stuff, but this stuff is fantastic. How many bottles at the crib at the Perez crib? No, there's not that many. We, we're not we're not collectors. <laughs> we drink them. Yeah, we're not collectors. <laughs> we're drinkers. Long. No, we. I have some. I have a couple good ones. Um, I have a couple really good ones. I just I don't know why I don't ever open. But we're, we're drinkers. You know, we go to Costco and we buy four or five cases at a time and we drink them. And that's just you know not here for display. What's no, the they're point not. They're not display. They're not for display. They're for drinking. So we we could open up you know six, seven, eight, nine at any point and and go and you know once you start to get that level you don't want to. What's better? Nothing, What's better nothing. than a nice that, little. No. Glass of cab up at the Casa de Perez. Absolutely nothing. Up so on the we, mountain. you know, we're, I'm not real. I'm not real collector type thing. Plus, I, I like to drink them. Yeah, I just drink them. Well, let's talk a little bit about your golf game before we dive deep into some Ooh, fun stuff. Man, we got some. You fun had a stuff. nice West Coast, two top ten, San Diego and Pebble. Yeah, I, I got, I got kind of sick at. Uh, I got kind of sick during the week of Century, and I, I couldn't go to Sony. I pushed it as far as I could, and I thought, you know what, I'm just not going to take the chance. I'm getting over there and getting stuck or whatever it was. And I called H Sunday morning. I'm like, you know, we're not going. So he probably that, still went. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, right, kind of, that kind of sucked. But, uh, you know, American Express, that tournament used to be so fun. We had the other courses where we on, you know, Palmer Private yes. and Nicholas Private. And we had the amateurs and the, you know, the, you know, the, the celebrities. It used to be such a fun tournament. And now it's, you know, on two courses I don't play well at. I haven't played well there's since they when they went over there. And well, they're kind of they're sneaky, kind of. It's hard. I mean, it's, it's uh, not near as fun as the other one. Stadium's not stadium that easy. Stadium's not that easy. No. And I've never made the cut there. So I drove over, had all these, and you know, yeah, I'm gonna play well, and I didn't play well. I missed the cut by one. I was pissed. And then I drove over to the desert, and Claude was there, and we worked. Uh, we worked all day Sunday. Played with, played with DJ. Played all day Sunday, all day Monday, Tuesday. Started Wednesday, and, and you know by like Monday afternoon, I started to see a change because we made a bunch of swing changes and and some stuff. I'm like, you know what? I think I can actually get this in play. And I played well. I shot nine under on the weekend at Torrey, which is wow, on the south is golf. pretty strong. I've never done it, and you know it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome. and that's got to be cool because I mean you grew up there. Yeah, obviously I, worked there. Your dad's the starter. It was uh, <laughs> it was a great weekend. I didn't win, but I had played so shitty for so long that I'm like. This is like a win. You know, I didn't win, but finishing sixth there on a course that's like 500 yards too long for me, that is a, a pretty good week for me. I'll take it. And then get to Pebble, same kind of stuff, you know, got off to a nice start. 
and finished ninth there with my boy Michael Lund. We had a great week. Great day. The great day. We had we had, we had a, we had a phenomenal week. I mean, we drank incredible wine. You know, his, his chef was there, Keith. We rented this, this small castle on the uh, <laughs> on the cliff <laughs> for about eighty dimes that week. Um, it was a phenomenal. It was awesome. So two back to back weeks, and then come here, bang, play normal like I usually do here. Miss a cup by three. And, uh, but you talk about We got to talk about it. You're you ASU back, Sun Devil. Bro. You teed it up at the W Phoenix Open. The crowd, some of the crowd loves you. I know some. Um, I asked you after you Most. missed the cut. I said, "How many people do you want to punch?" And you said, "How many were there?" <laughs> Two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> no, I, to be honest with you, this week, this this year was different. I don't know what it was. I didn't get a lot of. I didn't get a lot of action. It was. They well, were like all, ticket requests and all. No, the no, but they were all what? screaming at me. They were, it was all positive. I mean, it was actually it was actually fun. It was it was noisy. But it was actually great. They were all kind of for me. It was awesome. And um, I just don't play this course that well. I don't know what it is. I, I can't get it close enough to the holes, you know, after two shots. I just can't do it. And <laughs> I, you know, that makes it hard. You know, I, I'm playing You know, I'm playing in front of, you know, Gary and, and Brooks. And on six, one day I had 158 in. And I look back, and, and Gary can, like, putt it. He can Dude, kick it. Some of the he places they hit it. it. He can kick it on the green from where he is. I'm like, bro, I can play from there. I can play from there. Patrick, Anyone. Patrick, he, must have, he must have had 90 yards less than I did. I believe on Thursday, the group in front of me was Patrick Cantley. He had 92 yards into number eight. It's 480. That's what I mean. How He's like a sneaky long yeah. guy because he yeah. doesn't look like he hits it that hard. Dude, he's a phenomenal the, player, but I just don't see where these guys get this length. Even in the playoffs, they was shipping it down there. He had Scheffler. Dude, Xander hit eight iron into into 15. 15 yeah. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's, a, I mean, that's, that's stupid. I, I played hit, the pro and laid up with five. Yeah, of course, dude. If I, you got to punch one there, and it's like hybrid. It, it's just it's a it's just a different deal. You have to be long enough on that course to win, and Brooks is, and you know, so is you know. But we've seen guys like Ches Reeve losing a playoff there. Obviously, yeah. you have a great week with the putter. But but Ches drives it great. Ches drives, drives it long, it. and he's got this knuckleball that that kind of gets down there, and you know, you have to putt great that week. Every week you got to putt great, but especially there because. I, for me, I just can't get it close enough. But I, the, I, I just don't hit enough good shots. It's the there. guys that hit it through the air super far. Like there's yeah. some guys like Chez, he can he can buck the trend and play yeah. well there. But it's the dudes like Hideki plays great there. Brooks plays great there. Bubba it's plays great the there. Same if you guys. get it at 300 in the air in the desert, which yeah. it goes a little further, like those are the dudes. I don't get it. I just I just for whatever reason I just. I mean, I played desert golf all year, and for some reason, I get over there, I just cannot do it. It doesn't yeah. even feel like desert, like no. really golf. No, like drives a, me nuts. it's not like silver leaf. Literally or... drives me nuts. So I like, know you're, I know you're very hard on yourself, but you got to be somewhat proud of what you're doing right now. I mean, 46 years old, <laughs> you're out there competing. You just finished 80th on the FedEx Cup last year, which I know uh, you would obviously want better. No, but I mean, but to you know. do it year after year, you got to be pretty damn proud of yourself. No, I am. I mean, this is my 21st year. I've never lost my card. It's a, you know. Like, well, let's just think you, about that's that. Tough. There's kids that were just born when you were getting on tour, <laughs> out there playing and winning. That's the best part is that that yeah. SK, the, Akshay, the, yeah. Akshay, Akshay, whatever his yeah. name is, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. whatever. He, uh, I won Q school three months before he was born. Yeah, that's it. And I play with him at Napa. Dude. I'm like. You know, I we, think he's going to be a good player. We just had Joaquin Neiman on the radio with us, and he wasn't alive when Tiger won the Masters. That's yeah. what got most of us into golf, it's and he wasn't even incredible. born for it. it, it it's like that's that's what I'm saying. How cool so is that younger. you're out there? You're still competing. Like I use this example a lot of time because a lot of guys your age, they go into that kind of excuse mode where they say they're in the gray area, right? They're in the transition of you know, playing on the PJ Tour, they lost their card to get into the Champ Tour. Yeah. But you're still out there doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait to get the Champ Tour. Don't I know me wrong. <laughs> but I'm not there yet, so I still want to compete for four more years. And I, I still think that I can actually, you know, I may be able to win one. I don't know. But I know that I at least can compete 
and keep my card every year and get to the playoffs. I, I, I believe that. You know, after playing Tory and finishing nine, you know, shooting nine on the weekend, if you can shoot nine on that weekend there, <laughs> yeah. I promise you can play damn near anywhere because that is a really hard weekend to play. And so that kind of gave me some confidence and it took me into Pebble and, you know, I'm 82 or something on the list now and without a, with a horrible start. But, um, yeah, I, I do. I think it's. I think it's pretty cool. There's a lot of you know. I mean, but like Stuart Sink won twice last year. Yeah, yeah. At 48, I think that's. But awesome. there's not many of you that. No, are no, able no. To of course not. Brian Gay won at 49. You know, Sink won twice. No, it's it's a, it's a rare deal when you get guys that play all the way until they're 50 in this day and age. Back in the day with the Haas, you know, Jay Haas, these kind of guys, they, there was only a certain group that were playing, and they were always going to play till they're 50. But this day and age, with all the talent that's out there, all the young kids, all this amazing. All this amazing golf is going on. It's the game's hard for me because I don't hit it that far, so I have to do it a different way. But yeah, I think it's actually pretty cool because you know some guys. You know, I played with uh, Taylor Moore last week, mm-hmm. and I mean he hits it nice. Great player. Never heard of him. First time met him. Nice kid. He you know he 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 played he played nice. He played nice. He's like you know this is my first year. Da da da. Twenty eight and this. And I'm like God. I don't even remember twenty eight. Mm-hmm. He's like you know he's you know what year is this for you? I said this is twenty one. He goes, man. He goes, that's a long time. Yeah, that's rare. Without think, a bad 21, year, twenty-one is one. a that's a long time to be out there. And so, but it's cool. You know, it doesn't. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to fall in that gray area. Where like, oh, you know, my age got the best of me. No. Yeah. You I played your five hundredth event at Mayakoba. Yep. I mean, dude, that's the amount of people that have played that many events. It's it's not a very long list. No. By the way, you've played five hundred. Do you know who's played the most ever? Uh, Jay Haas. No, Mark Brooks. Oh yeah, yeah. Eight hundred and three or something. Holy shit! You're not even close, dog. <laughs> Dude, you got. I mean, you got ten more years. You're just stretching your legs. I mean, does he even know that he has a family? I mean, <laughs> does he even know he has a house? I mean, you played that many. Eight hundred. That is unbelievable. How many years? So how many was he playing a year? Thirty. Played every one. Plus. He must have played every you gotta one. Got to be playing thirty to thirty-five. Thirty for twenty-five. Year. Years. But see, those guys back in the day, they had sure. to play every event because every purse wasn't twelve million. You know, when the purses were. Two, three, four million dollars. You know, you weren't making enough to be like, oh yeah, I made. You know, I made two point five this week. I'm gonna take a couple months off. No, they were making like, you know, a great week was twenty five thousand. So it was different. They played every week, you know, and thank God Tiger came along, and that's what it was. That's what changed it. But you know, these guys had to play every event every week, and now you know you look like Bernhard. I mean, the guy just won. I mean, he's sixty-four years old and dude, shot his age. He's, I don't shot know how that incredible. And he's going against these. And he will still be out there when I get there in four years. That's oh, 100%. Sucks. You got to start figuring out how to beat yeah, him I'm right run now. Him over but you know, we talk about we talk, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about records that won't be broken. Tiger's cut streak. No chance. I'm kind of no confident chance. Mark Brooks's mm. number of tournaments will never be broken. There's no way because the kids today are making so much money. They're barely playing 20 events anyway. Mm-hmm. 803 events will never be touched in its entire lifetime. There's no chance. But even – that's kind of impressive, but the Tiger cut streak oh. is something we'll never – I mean, Spieth had it the other day. It was like 22 events in a row. Yeah. 22. Yeah. I mean, You're 120-something away. It's a sixth of what Tiger – I mean yeah. – I think it's the most impressive stat in sports. Period sports that sounds like it's you know, we're golf biased. I think incredible. it's the most impressive thing in sports. Not one yeah. bad nine holes. It's, it's One a, nine can take you out of it. No, exactly. And the, the thing about it is people don't really realize it because Tiger's been out of the game for a little bit of time now, so they don't really bring up these numbers. They're, you know, they love the young kids and this and that, and that's what's carrying the tour. And there's a lot of great talent. There's a lot of great kids. But when you start adding it up, you can take, like, the top 20 in the world that are not going to have Tiger's career combined, yeah. which is actually amazing when you think about it. 
And that's what people seem to forget is what Tiger did back in the day, just because he's not playing now. Like, oh, my God, this guy's won, you know, twice in a year. Okay, well, this guy was winning nine times in a year, and he did it multiple times. Very hard to do. Yeah. Very, yeah, very let's beyond. Talk about, straight. Let's talk a little Tiger because it's just been just over a year since his accident. Yeah. And, I mean, things are starting to come together. I mean, you look at the father-son. He yeah, played. He played nice. nice. He, he just did. walked up all the steps at Riviera <laughs> with big. no limp. That's I saw big. that. Are we going to see the cat? I think we see the cat. I, I hope he gets to play St. Andrews one last time in a tournament. So you're uh, saying no Augusta this no year? No Augusta? I don't yeah. think Augusta. That's a hard walk. That's a hard walk. He even said, you know, he's not really there yet. Um, you know, that, that's pretty wistful thinking. I think, you know, he's obviously, he's not going to take a cart. He has too much pride no, no to take a chance. cart in any event. You know, it's just, it's not him. So, you know, Gus, he can, he has the rest of his life. So, you know, he also has the British Open, but he doesn't have, necessarily have St. Andrews, mm-hmm. you know, he's won there twice. I would think that it's a flat walk. I think he can probably get organized by that time, by July, you know, but you just don't know. I mean, we don't really, we don't really know the extent of what his. It's just the walking is like yeah, the we issue because we yeah. saw him at the PNC. Dude, he hit 174 yeah, he mile an hour ball. He speed looked great, out there. but you know, it, at our age, things take time to heal. And when you start, if you factor in, if he gets any sort of uh, arthritis in there or whatever, you just don't know. I mean, I wake up one day and I feel like I, I got run over by a truck and I didn't do anything. So. But you always look incredible. Always. But, you know. Of course, you're always relaxed, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> but it's just harder at our age. I mean, he said it. It's harder at our age. I hope to God he gets at least to play San Andrews San one more time. Um, like he said, he won't play a full schedule, which sucks. But, um, you know, if he can get back, I think if he can get back and play a full tournament, you know, without any pain and play well, not necessarily win, but if he wins, that's like the ultimate miracle. Oh, that's like the that's, that's like the fourth miracle the that's double, come across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like the fourth miracle that's come across in his life. Um, but I think if he can actually come back and play, compete, and, and and walk all four days, I think that's a win in itself. I think anybody would have taken that, you know, a year ago. But we just don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. Well, you are three months apart. You've known him for a very very long time. Off the top of your head, give me a favorite Tiger Woods story. Well, I can't really repeat many of them, but <laughs> okay, one you can repeat. Um, um, damn, I wish I know that, but I thought about. It. Um, just, I mean, just, I don't really, I, I don't know, I don't really have one. But him, him completing like the Tiger Slam, I don't think people kind of realize now because it's been so long since that happened. Like that probably won't happen again. I don't see any player in today's group winning. The Grand Slam, for one, in any calendar year, or winning a slam like that, winning four in a row no matter what time. I I just don't see that ever happening again. One, the competition is incredible, but they're all about the same. Tiger was so far ahead of everybody that it was easier for him to do it. Yeah, he didn't have to go play great. It was like, just don't fuck up. I'm that much better. He was so much better than everybody that that was going to happen for him. Today... Most of these kids are about the same. They're about the same talent level. So they all can win a major, but they're never going to win all four. So I think that is the most incredible thing, really the most incredible thing other than his cuts of what he did because I don't think you'll ever see that again. But as far as like a Tiger story, I don't really know. Well, that's one thing I think, and it's tough because these young kids do get compared to Tiger mm-hmm. when they do something great. Right? I mean, Colin Morikawa goes Cowell, out yeah. and wins two majors early. And like, oh, how many is he going to win? No, is that, he going to catch Tiger? I'm like, he honestly could end it too. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I still think, and I've, I've said it before, and I'll, I'll keep saying it, I think John Rahm is a guy for the next 10 years. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to beat John Rahm consistently for a decade, and that's just my opinion. I think he's going to have the most majors when it's said and done. You know, we play all the time at Silverleaf, and I asked him, I said, you know, what are you going to do at 35 when you're done? He goes, I'm not done until I win 19 majors. That's his mindset. He wants to He kill goes, if I everyone. play Tom 55, I will play Tom 55. I'm not I'm not going to take off golf until I get to 19. Whether I do it or not doesn't matter, but I am not quitting until I pass Tiger on that list. That's interesting to hear you say cuz Colt and I talk about it. I was like we talk about I think his bad golf right now is the best in the world. Like he plays shitty and he finishes ninth. Bro, he hasn't even you know? he hasn't even started to get going yet. I mean, he finished second and third back to back weeks, and it wasn't that great. Believe it or not, it wasn't that great for him. He expects so much, and what I see every day at Silverleaf with him, I play him five days a week with him. He he hasn't even really gotten into a kind of a pattern of where he can win like five six times in a row. I think that he can actually do that because he's. I don't. I don't. I don't see him getting hurt. His, his. You know. His mindset's incredible. His swing is not one that's going to get him hurt. Mm-hmm. He has so much fuck you in him. It's unbelievable. Which is I people don't like believe. They, people take it as cocky and this. No, it has nothing to do with that. He does not want to lose. Michael Jordan didn't want to lose. Tom Brady does not want to lose. Tiger Woods does not want to lose. They have so much fuck you in him. It's unbelievable. And you gotta have that. You have to have that. Every Kobe, that name them. Yeah. Go down the list. And dude. it's not. It's they're not being pricks. They're not being. You know, they're still loved, but they just have this. You're not gonna fucking beat me, and that's just the way it is. And that's the way their mindset is. And I see that in John more than anybody. I see the other kids. They're very nice. They're almost too nice. You know, I wish Rory would have had more fuck you in him. I think he would have won say, ten majors. Justin Thomas is another guy I feel like that has that. Justin Thomas has it for sure, you know, but I don't think he's going to beat Rom over no, I agree. year after year. But Justin Thomas has that for sure. Yeah. Rom plays in a game for $200 at Whisper or whatever, though. I've seen him gets, break lob bro, wedges because he's. Bro, I'm like, dude, you're going to lose 200 You're fine. Bro, and it's not about that. We search for three clubs <laughs> yeah. every day for Johns. <laughs> yeah. There's a fucking club fired 40 yards. Well, oh, fuck, let's go. You know, we got to get in the desert and pull shit out of our legs to go find John's wedge. And it's like, he does not want to lose to Ben Herman for $100. He does yeah. not want to lose. And that's, I'm not saying that's what it takes, but yeah, that's how, it. but that's what he, he is. He does not want to lose ever. And that's why I just don't see any of these guys, you know, you think about how fucked he got last year. He got fucked more last year than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. You, the, the, you know, the COVID thing the at Memorial. Memorial. Okay. Yep. Then you Olympics. don't give him those points. So now he doesn't, he's not leading going in. And then he fucking, the bullshit thing they have it going on tour championship. The two wins, it cost him two wins and about another $12.5 million. That Between, one. When you do the FedEx and everything. That and probably one, a gold medal. That, that one COVID thing and the gold medal. Yeah. Which so, would have been crazy endorsements. You think about what, how fucked he got last year. It's incredible. And he's still number one in the world. And he got two tournaments taken away from him. And props to him because he, you talk about how fiery he is. Like he handled that. As well as you could, dude. Oh, you, there's a there's a moment there where he come up to him on the 18th green. They yeah. do it in front I think of the cameras tour and all that. He could have lost his mind. And I think everyone would have been on his side. And be like, dude, you're right. That but was the tour handled that. The but tour handled that very very improperly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't go down the green and tell the guy in front, in front of the whole of the cameras, camera, dude. You get into scoring. You go over here, and I got news for you. I would not have fucking left. 
I'd have said, you test me three times before my tea time. <laughs> you might still be there. I would still be there. <laughs> I'm good. You I'm are better. Not, you are not just throwing me out. I will test three times before I go. If I give you a negative test, then I'm going. If not, then I leave. But I'm not just leaving. All right, let's put you on the spot here. He says, obviously, he's not done until he wins 19 mm-hmm. majors. Okay, he's got one. Mm-hmm. How many does John Rahm end up with at the end of his career? I think Rahm's going to have between eight and ten. Mm. Okay. I, mean, that's I think that's, that's a incredible. legit. It's an incredible. And that's an yeah. unbelievable amount. Most of these guys you talk about, like to get to four is crazy. I mean, what Brooks has done is look at the guys out there. Brooks exactly. has won two, you know, yeah, two U.S. Opens, two two PJs. I just see Rom's game going anywhere, literally anywhere, any course, any conditions. Mm-hmm. With the mindset he has, he's young. I don't see him not. I mean, he could win. It, he could win the St. Andrews this year. It's only a matter of time. He's one of the Harbor few guys. Or he could win I see him winning it. I also see him winning because people don't understand too. He doesn't just hit a fade. I've seen him draw this driver around the corner. So everyone says, like, "Oh, he can't win Augusta." He can win Augusta. I First off, you. it's the biggest horseshit ever that people think you have to draw it to win Augusta. Yeah, you don't have the to. Two draw. guys that have won the most: uh, Jack Nicklaus yeah. and Tiger Woods. Fade. Okay. So, I, you know, but they think, "Oh, he's only got one shot." No, he doesn't have one shot. He has all the shots. He has and there's all the just shots. nothing like name one thing that's not. Top tier. One aspect of his game that's not top tier. Everything's incredible. Yeah. Everything is incredible. The last few weeks his putting has just been shit, but that yeah. just that happens. Some weeks you don't. Sometimes you just yeah. don't putt that great, yeah. and you know it is what it is. But he's still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did he finish last week? Twenty fifth. He played horrible. He made a six footer to make the cut. Yeah, he makes it, and then he finishes twenty fifth. It's his D game. D, you asked John Rahm, like, at that's best. about D, as bad as I can do. D game at best. Yeah. But he is the guy, in my opinion. For the next decade, I do not see anybody being, you know, number one more than him for the next decade. I just don't see it. And there's a lot of great talent. The Cantleys, the Morikawas, you know, all these young kids, they have great talent, but they don't have, in my opinion, what Rom has as a whole. That's fair. Get no, we try to tone down how much yeah. we wave the pom pom. Well, that's what I see. I'll be honest, this was a nice appetizer. But it's time to get to the main course. Yeah, pour yourself a glass. <laughs> maybe a couple more because inches. Because I don't know if you know, one. Pat, there's been a little bit of talk going on lately about, about? the Saudis. Oh. The SGL. I don't know if you heard about it at all. You haven't talked about it much, but other people And one, talking. Phil Mickelson, Ooh. fellow Arizona State Sun Devil, oh, really? who's made made some noise. Give us your thoughts on all this, because this Saudi thing, you know, we've been talking about it for a year now, basically. It comes, it goes, it comes, That's it goes. That's the thing. It's been too much yeah. talk. But now it finally felt like it was here. Things were happening. We They have the guys. <clears throat> They're going to announce it Players Week, and then, bam, here comes Phil's comments. Yep. And then here comes Bryson DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson pulling out, along with um, Name them. JG, Justin Thomas, Murray. Xander, Rom, Colin Morikawa, everyone. Um, Where do we stand right now with the SGL? I think the SGL is going to get some players, but they're going to be very disappointed in who they get. They're going to get some older players like my age that are looking for a check – don't really care about playing the tour anymore. Looking for a check and going, you know what? Give me my 30, 40, or whatever the hell it is, and I'll, you know, I'll uh, I'll do what I need for you, and that's it. I think that's. But I think what that's is the going. point of that? Like, no, no offense. That, like, no, what's exactly. the point of having 40, 40 no, year olds? That, that, that's, but that's what I said. I said that a long time ago. I said you've already you're starting with the wrong group. The group that you have, no one's going to follow. Phil, Poulter, Westwood, Stenson, Rose, Adam Scott. Nice players, really nice players, had a nice career. You know, some have won majors, you know, but not going to lead the charge for the younger group because the younger group is like, we want to win majors. We want to play. 
And it, there's so many things that are always up in the air. Can we play the majors? Are we going to get enough world ranking points that we're going to be able to stay in the majors? Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that people don't understand. You know, you take – there's been certain players that are not in the top 50 that we're going to go to this thing and go, well, am I getting enough points to actually qualify the majors or am I just going to play 10 events and be done, take my money and kind of disappear in the wind? You know, that that's a big decision for these guys. And I don't know. I, I don't see – you know, Greg Norman is leading the charge on the whole thing and you've got Phil. Okay, two guys that – one, nobody really even knows Greg Norman anyway. Okay, none of the players today really know him because he's, what, 65, and he was number one in the world, and he was a phenomenal player back in the day, but he doesn't really know the young talent of today. And then you got Phil, who, you know, is trying to lead the charge, but, you know, his apology was such horseshit in the fact that he thought that he was trying to better players, and their, he was in it for yeah. one reason. Anybody thinks that he wasn't in it for his own pocket – and his pocket only is fucking high. I mean, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> what do you mean by that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he, they, he was in it for himself. And why he went down two different avenues to basically bury himself in both, yeah. I can't figure out. I, I, I just, I can't figure out. He could have done this in such a different way. He could have gone, you know what? I've made a fortune on the PJ Tour. God bless the PJ Tour for taking care of me and giving me a place to play in this and that. But I feel like I want to go down this other route to kind of close out my career. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it's been phenomenal. But you know what? I, I Thank you, Jay, and everybody else, and Tim Fincham, and all these other guys for the PGA Tour. But I think I'm going to go down this route. Goodbye. That would have been very easy. He's not. He was not doing it for a guy like me mm-hmm. to put more money in my pocket. He doesn't give a fuck if I live or die. He doesn't care if I play in the tour or not. He did it solely for himself to make more money. But why he needed, you know, when you've made 800 to basically damn near a billion dollars like he has made, why are you so desperate to make another 100 and change so fast? It, it seems to me like we talk about this on our radio show all the time. I mean, it really started to get fired. He started to get fired up with the whole, when the matches started. Mm-hmm. Because... The, yeah. the tour was charging him a million dollars. And I get bucks. that. Yeah, I actually I get, get that. That sucks. That's ridiculous. He's gonna. He's bringing the action. He should get that money. The tour shouldn't get shit. I. So on that side, I'm actually with Phil on that side. I get it. But that like seemed he, to be the catalyst for it. I yeah. think that pissed him off so much. He's like, "What right do you have?" But to he was take money still getting. Thing? But he was still getting his money. He it's was, but like, he had to give just a little like, piece. Yeah, over. but it's like he had to write a check that out of his own off, pocket. Though, like, but it's like he had to write a million dollar check out of his own. You know. Four and a half million he got, or five and a half million from that the Tiger film match. It's like he had to give away his deal. TNT and the sponsors had to give the tour money. It's not like it came out of Phil's pocket. So right, but you, why like, was he in so his mad? Brain, about he's it? like, otherwise that comes to me. Like they're that, taking a million off the table. That's basically. where that's where he's he's nuts because it didn't come out of his pocket. He was lucky to get that match anyway, and that match sucked, and it should have happened like ten years ago. <laughs> it's like Pacquiao. It should have happened ten years Mayweather. ago. Pacquiao, yeah. Mayweather. I went to the Pacquiao Mayweather, yeah. Mayweather fight. That was the worst fight I've ever been to. Worst. Like the I, worst. I get the play of trying to get some leverage to make the PJ Tour come. Like, I do too. But the things he came out and said, the obnoxious greed. It's brutal. I'm like, man, the tour's taking pretty good care of everybody. I mean, you played out there 21 years. Yes. I played out there for eight, and things. It's pretty things good. Are pretty damn good. And we didn't make 800 million like he did. I mean, he made 800 million plus because of it, because of the PJ Tour. So how can you get people to feel sorry for you 
You know, of all the money you've made on the PGA Tour, you can't do it. It's and impossible. I, and this comes on the heels of him winning the PIP, which is exactly. a direct result yeah, they of their being a million dollars for like, no reason. Let's give more money to our stars. They he literally got the, gave. He got all of it. Like he I got said, the lion's share. like I said, he shouldn't have gotten a dime. The other, the other eight that should not have got a dime is anybody else. Tiger should have got forty, and said, "We owe you the zero over the next ten years." Okay, we owe you four hundred million. Thanks God for what you've done. We don't know anybody we else. Don't shit. Exist the we don't way know we anybody do else. You. Shit. You guys are getting nothing. Tiger's getting forty. Sorry, Phil. Thanks for coming, but you're not getting anything. I mean, Tiger put out one swing. How many <laughs> views did that get that day? Forty I, million. Bazillion. The first swing he put out, I clicked on it. It showed up on my Twitter, whatever. Is like how many? released seventeen minutes yeah. ago, and it was like two point two I mean, million. I was how like, many holy swings? God. Okay, that is the winner of the PIP. What other human could because put a video out and nobody, get that many clicks? You know, nobody. I've said a hundred times. I could win three times. I'd have to streak. Three oh, times, dude. and I'm still not on the list. You, you'd have to put the green jacket on, Couldn't even do naked, it. And, even, and I have to like kick somebody could. in the nuts on the way out. What <laughs> yeah. the other jackets? And still. You make a video with our guy from Houston, you might have a chance. Maybe, possibly. Don't <laughs> that put that guy. off the table, but maybe. But cool. I, I, but I, what? I just don't understand the Phil thing. I don't understand why he went about it so wrong. He could yeah. have, and I understand if he was actually trying to help the players and this and that. He did it completely wrong. I don't know how he could have done it more wrong, but you're not leveraging by using the Saudi group to get us more money. You were trying to fill your pockets. You were trying behind everyone's back to get players to sign so that you could get your big golden paycheck in the end and then take off. Because I got news for you. If that fucker gets $150 million, you think he's going to apologize to anybody for what happened? If it would have gone down Sunday night where... He gets $150 million as a check. You just going to apologize to anybody? No. 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 He's fucking gone. He's gone. Let me ask you this. He's, he got nothing. He got nothing. Yeah. And he found himself on a fucking island by himself. Because he's going, got no home. He God off damn. Both sides. What did I do? He goes, what the fuck did I do this week? And I'm sitting here by myself. And I got nobody. I got to do something. The Saudis something. are pissed at you. The PJ Tour is pissed at you. And now the players. Now the players. You get the t- not just players, but like the top players are mm-hmm. pissed at you. There's, he's just a man without a home right now. It doesn't matter if I'm mad at you because it doesn't matter. But when but Rory starts speaking out, Rory, JT starts speaking out. JT. Like, and things change. Yeah, when you, call, when you call the other, you know, the basically the second biggest, well, it is the second biggest name in my generation. You call them egotistical and this kind of stuff. That that's was a, a shot. That's a big that blow. Was a big and I'm shot. proud of JT and these other players. For doing that, because Phil was not working for them. Whether they believe it or not, he was working to fill his own fucking pockets, and that was it. And if he got that money on Sunday night, he had been fucking gone, and that would have been it. There'd be no apology and been like, you know what, guys? I won. Suck on it. <laughs> That's what he would have done. That's what he would have done. I God, promise you. I love you. There's no apology. Run for president. I agree. You should. <laughs> you should but that's what would have happened. The other I, big, I don't disagree with you, dude. The other big name involved with that was Bryson, which yeah. I think surprised a lot of us when he said, I was as long as the shocked. best players in the world are on the PGA Tour, that's where I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Because he was the guy that looked like he was going to be the face of he that was tour. He left some wiggle room in his statement. He but did. You know I would what I mean? love to know. They're was all going. just statements. Like yeah. They can change exactly. their mind. They're all statements. He left some wiggle room, but he was... I kind of know what happened with DJ. I can't really, you know, yeah, put it out there. Yeah. But yeah, Bryson was totally a shock. Someone got to Bryson and said, this ain't going to work or something along that line because he was not far behind DJ in his statement saying, I'm going with the PGA Tour. So who got to him? Because if you got $135 million offered 
That's a lot it's of a sh- money to turn down. It's Let me a tell lot you. of good That's golf. That's a lot of fucking money. A lot money. of good golf. He will never make that kind of money on the course. It'll just never happen. But, I mean, someone got to him. Do you so, think it was someone or the fact that all these other names had already fallen in line? He's like, dude, what am I going to do? I'm going to be the only top 10 guy top in 10 the world over there? there? Like, I, no, I'm not going for that. I think. Do you think I, it was a person I, I, or the I, fact that everyone else said no? Nah. I think it was a combination of both. I think it was both. I think it was both. And I think. Maybe it was one of the Saudi groups when you know when Phil started going down his track. One of the guys from the Saudi said, "Hey, Phil fucked himself. He's out. We're not doing this. I mean, we're never going to get the real story, unfortunately. But they're definitely still trying to do it because yeah, they're going to try to do it because they're going to they're aligning with the Asian Tour. But the problem is, Greg Norman, the Asian Tour, is not going to move the needle for anybody because if you don't have anybody in the top 100." That plays a PJ Tour, no one cares. It becomes AAA baseball. Go have your twenty you million dollar person. It doesn't matter. No, They're exactly. Good baseball players, nobody's watching. You I can just play the major league. That's my whole thing. There's no way they continue to do twenty million dollars a week no courses way. with the highest ranked player being twenty fifth in the world. Yeah, there's, there's, no, just, that's there's just no way. And then all the way down to like two fifty or three hundred yeah. because you're playing the Asian Tour. But then you look, and it seemed like I mean, as Rory said, he goes, "This thing's dead because mm-hmm. no one's going." But then, you know, Greg Norman writes a letter to Jay Monahan. You know, saying because Jay's whole deal was if you go play this tour, you're banned from the PGA Tour for life. Well, Greg writes a letter saying that's not true. Actually, you can play wherever you want, and don't think this is the end. This is just the beginning. So obviously, there's still they still have there's, some there's kind of plan. There. I guarantee there's players. It's not who they want, but Jay made it say, you know what? Go ahead, go do it. Because you know, you think about the guys that have signed. Let's say there. I know there are guys that have signed. I can't give names, but I know there are guys that have signed. If they go, or let's just say they try to get out of their deal, how are you going to argue with that group and go, you know what, I signed, but, you know, I was fucking with you, I'm out. They're going to go, the fuck you are. You are here, and you are going to represent us, and that's it. So those guys are probably wishing to God they didn't sign now. Okay, but let's throw throw one other example out there real quick, because, yes, that possibly could happen. But let's just say, you know what, we're going to carry on with what we got, the SGL. Mm -hmm. And you got player... A, who's ranked 44th in the world, who goes over there, plays two weeks in a row for 20 million bucks, yeah. makes $5 million in two weeks, and then these guys at home are sitting, shit, this thing's, this thing's going. It's real. It, it is. It is. And I That's get, the interesting I, part. I, yeah. I get that part of it. I get that part of it. But are you going to drag the, enough guys over there because you've had so many people? I don't think it's actually going to happen. I really do. Do you think they play an event? Any event ever? Is that the whole thing? I think they're going to play. I, if I'm guessing, I think they play like three. My thought is they have so much money. Okay. Let's just say. Here's I think that's the their only We're going to show them we're for real. Mm-hmm. We're going to put on these events and we're going to sacrifice $60 million for the first three weeks. Yeah. And we're going to show the top players we're for real. And this is going to happen. Well, it's the same thing as the horse league. You know, they, they have that race coming up over inside. It's a $20 million deal horse race. And all the top horses go over there because, you know, first place is $10 million. Yeah. So they do show up. You know, I think I think the problem, I think what, what the Saudis are going to get pissed is that they thought they could buy anybody. Mm-hmm. And they realize these guys aren't whores. And they're not, you can't buy them. That's what I think. They thought, oh, we can buy these guys. We have all the money in the world. We can just buy these guys. Well, I said it from the start a year ago. They're not paying enough money. They're not paying enough money. You're going to have to give everybody $200 million plus before you really start to see anybody go that way and it's actually got to get in their accounts i was you got to see that it's I mean, real what, yeah. it's been a year of talk it's all talk literally talk oh we're going to give you x we're going to do this we're gonna... where is it it's been a year later we still have nothing where is it all where mm-hmm. is it we don't have now we don't have top players 
You know, we've got our leader in charge, Phil, who shit all down his throat. He's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Bryson took off. DJ took off. So now we got a bunch of 45 plus year olds, no young stars of any kind. This guy might get into polo or something. I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, did I they, just don't see it. Did they come to you? No, they did not come to me. That's insulting. No, that I is. don't care. No way. I'm not the I'm not I the know name. some of the names that have been like, not I know, the name. and I know guys that people like to watch. I'm not the name. I'm not the guy. I don't have high enough anything to where these guys would come to me. But even still, you know, even if they came to me with a small number and said, well, we'll guarantee you, you know, five years of five years of 10 tournaments at, at 20 million apiece, it still wouldn't be enough. It just wouldn't. Because they would have to give me enough money that the 10 years I'm going to play in the Champ Tour, plus what I'm making the next four years, and my retirement's going to stop kicking in now. They'd have to give me all that. They're not going to give me. They're not going to give me a fucking eighth of that. Do the pension and the retirement and the stuff like that? If you leave and left the PJ, do you forfeit that? You don't forfeit so, it, but it starts like for me. So, which is actually amazing. Well, I don't know actually about. It. I'm not going to say Tiger, but let's say I don't. Let's say I didn't play 15 events this year. Right. On my 46th birthday, like next, you know, my yeah, 46. Now, now right I'm 46. Now. now, my retirement would kick in. As soon as you don't play 15. As soon as you don't play 15 events by your 46th you're birthday, you're live on your it. shit's coming in. Okay. Now you can take it and obviously reinvest it again, but you're talking about putting back a quarter. If you didn't play 15 and then you said, I'm going to the SGL and I'm playing over there now, does, does it it's go all away? Stopped. Yeah, it's all, no, it doesn't go away because they yeah, can't, can't just take it. They can't, actually, was... t- they can't actually take it, but it, it, it all starts. Okay. It all starts. It stops growing and it all starts. So you take me another 14 years of what's in there already plus – yeah. Another four years plus another 10 on the champ. You know, the yeah. number for me has to be so big, they would never give me anything near yeah, yeah. that. So, and they'd have to, to do that me, for everybody. Yeah, they'd have to do it for everybody. There's no, that's why they said, oh, we got $1.65 billion. Well, you're going to spend all that just trying to get anybody to fill your 48-man roster. Let me ask you this, because the big threat was like, if you go over there, you can never play the PGA Tour. You're yep. banned again. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, five of the top ten, name them, JT, Rory, whoever you want to name, DJ, Rom, go, and they commit, and ten of the top 20 commit, and they go over there, and this thing sucks. After eight weeks, it's not what they thought. And like, this sucks. I want to come back to the PGA Tour. Do you really think that the PGA Tour was going to hold them to that and say, no. sorry, ten of the top 20, we don't want you here anymore? No. I, you know, yeah. as much as I love the PGA Tour, I don't think that they have. If you have... And I always use the AT&T. I always use Pebble for some reason. I don't know why. Let's say Pebble Beach is showing, Pebble Beach is going on. And you got John Rom, JT, you know, Morikawa, Cantley, Xander. Name them. Name, name, name 10 guys, right? And they show up and they call up to, as I think it's Randall Stevenson, yeah. the CEO, mm-hmm. and say, hey, what's up, brother? We want to play, but the tour won't let us. What yeah. do you think he's going to do? He's yeah. calling Monahan going, these guys are playing, or my fucking check is gone. Take a pick. Totally agree. Guess what? They're gonna play. Hundred so, percent. But I, I'm actually just glad that I'm actually. But I'm actually glad. But for you know, if the top guy's the 45th ranked player in the world, they're gonna probably say, "Screw you! You don't move. You ain't calling the no, CEO." And he's like saying, me. Come. If I call, if I call Jay, yeah. hey, fuck, what's up, brother? Yeah. Uh, didn't work out, but I'm coming back. Who's this? <laughs> yeah, we got. We could use you for valet. That's about it, because we don't need you for anything, because you're nobody. You know, the yeah. other part of this whole deal was yeah. the major championships. Yeah. It was talked about whether they could still play. And there was talk that, yes, they could play the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the British Open. PGA was signing with the – PGA of America was signing with the PGA Tour. But we talk about this, like, say these major championships do side with the PGA Tour and say, hey, you know what? If you do this, you're not going. But you're telling me at the U.S. Open, if five of the top ten in the world aren't there – 
Yeah. Like, they're not going to be like, uh, this is not, no, this exactly. does not look good. It, it, that's why. But I think, I think Augusta has so much control. Personally, I believe that there are certain players that got a call or they got some sort of, you know, some sort of deal that said you're not going to be able to play here if you go that route. And I think mm. that's kind of where things change because Augusta leads the entire operation. You know, I'm just glad that I'm just. I hope it does. I hope it does take a shit because the PJ Tour is incredible, and, and for a guy like Phil to bitch and moan over the 800, 900 billion dollars he made, it's the same thing when he complained about California taxes to the media. Like anybody fucking cares about your problem? Everyone you're making hates the 60 taxes, million dollars. You, they're not gonna. You're not getting any sympathy. Here's an idea. Fucking mil. move. Here's an idea. <laughs> move. Okay, move. You, you got three million people in California who don't have a job. You think they're fucking worried about? Your, you know, $20 million tax problem you have because you got $100 million in property and all your other fucking bullshit that nobody cares about? No, they don't care. Let me ask you one last about Phil because his statement that came out. You know, he apologized to his fellow players. He apologized to the Saudis. He never once apologized to Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour. That was the problem. He never apologized to the Tour. He never apologized to Jay Monahan. He never apologized to anybody. He danced around like he does, you know. And you know what? I, I I hope he gets reprimanded. I hope he has to sit around a year or whatever. I hope he's I hope he's gone for a while because he really shot himself in the dick this time because he thought he was bigger and better and smarter than everybody, like he usually does. Like that that goddamn insider trading thing went down, right? Didn't go to jail. Martha Stewart went to jail. Me and you, we pull that stunt, we go to jail. Somehow he always fucking escapes. From all this shit. No, but anyway, but anyway, it is it is unfortunate. I will say it is unfortunate because, you know, I wish that Phil actually had been fighting for us and not his own pocket. Because I understand there are some things that Phil was trying to do that he's right. Media rights, you know, certain things. And I'm talking about top players like him that have been in forever. He probably could have made another three, four hundred million dollars based on his name and his fame and all this thing. He could have probably made a lot more money. Based on what the tour, you know, should have given him over time because he's been in one of the biggest names and biggest faces for 30 years. I mean, the guy was a top 50 for 30 years. You know how incredible that is? It's incredible. I mean, there's another stat that you haven't lost made, your card in 21 years. That's no, pretty but damn I mean, incredible. But, but he's I, been out there beating people's heads. But think for about 30. think about that. That is another stat that will be very hard to beat. Is a guy that's top 30, top 50 is for 30 years. That's yeah. amazing. So. I get what he was kind of doing, but overall, he just did it wrong. He just did it wrong, and now he's on an island by himself, and unfortunately, yeah, he ain't going to get that golden he, paycheck. Yeah. Sucks. So, uh, is anyone looking to turn in 50 more than you? No. <laughs> Shit, I can't wait to get out there. You are, you are the ultimate this will be tour This guy. will be in my cup holder. <laughs> H, yo, I'm thirsty. All right, go. I can't wait. H will have a moon bag. His bag will be the size of this cup with 14 clubs in it. That's it. You might it. not even need for it. You're, you're going to be the wait. best Champions Tour player. God, I can't wait to get So you're all in on Champs Tour. You want to play it for – you want to do it? Think about our sport. We have such an amazing deal. But this goes back to what the PGA Tour has done to help all of us players. We have this retirement thing at 50 years old that no other sport has where you go, hey, if you want to go play, we're going to give you a cart. And if you win, you're going to make 300 to 400 grand this week. And there's week. no cut. There's no cut. It's yeah. three days. The ultimate tour. couple pro-ams. Member tee times, you know, 10 to 12. It's incredible what the PGA Tour has done for <laughs> so us. so good, dude, I mean, now that you about, talk about think it. Think about how great that is. Yeah. And, and I'm going to go and talk shit about what the Tour owes me. 
Uh, fucking tour doesn't owe me it's anything. It's an unbelievable tour. I'm going to start the NFL pro- doesn't 48. Have like a touch football. No, fuck, there's nothing. 50. I mean, mm-hmm. think about what we have. We have guys that go out and they make, I mean, Bernard Long has made like 30 fucking $8 million in the champ tour. How much money that is after you're 50? He's better than his tour career. Way better. I got to look this up. I'm going to st- keep going. Just hearing it's you incredible. hype this thing and how great it is, and I've kind of known at 48, I'm starting to fucking practice again. I'm getting oh, back out here. Should. I got to do I'm going to Q's. But I mean, it's I ride incredible. In the car, you drink, you hang out, you know, there's no cut, you yeah, make money. There are it's certain things. Like, you know, I argued last week. I didn't argue, but I said, you know, I, I don't think that you should be out a dollar. If you have your PJ Tour card, one to 125, you should get X to start the year. And they're going to do it. You want to blow it for three months? Go, no, but it's insulting the 15, what they're giving us. Right? It's grand. insulting. Yeah, 15 starts and you get. I think it should be 250 to 300. Yeah, I think it should be 200 to 300,000. That's what you should get. If you want to blow it on one week, go ahead. If not, then, you know, and then, you know, Rich Lerner was talking last night. He's like, yeah, you know, we got guys that say they're spending, you know, 120, 125,000 a week on this. I'm like, a week? Doing what? A week? What are they they're doing? Like, oh, it's expensive. You know, Rich is like defending. Like, oh, yeah, it's really tough to be what you you know, a top player. Global you know, Express. You know, are you they they got trainers. They got pebble? chefs. They got homes. They got planes. They got that, that, that. I go. You're getting robbed. You don't have to spend 125000 yeah. a week. I promise you. Yeah. It's not that expensive to do yeah. what we do. But I, I agree with you. If you are you have your PGA Tour card, you should, you should not lose money. And I only use that because I had a friend that played about 11 years ago. He made 22000 that year. Played shitty. Didn't have a great year. It is what it is. But he lost about seventy-five grand that year. Yeah, I got the same know. deal, dude. Buddy of mine made it through Q School back when you could get your tour card through there. He was a good player. Got out there. Lights were too bright, shit the bed, didn't play great, made no money, like hardly any money, a couple cuts, lost a shitload of money, quit the game, then I had to go back corner. I was like, dude, I'm I'm in debt, like I don't have... This is is part of the deal, and I've argued certain things against the tour, where Phil is actually kind of correcting these things, where, you know, they have got it made where club companies have to pay you Mm -hmm. to get any money. Why is the tour not giving us money? I agree. It's like an NBA player, you don't ever get off the bench, hey, you're down 80 grand. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't happen. I said, I said, I said, a few, I said a few weeks ago. I said you got guys that sit on the bench, never take their sweats off, making nine million. And guess what? Private planes, Ritz Carlton, uh, pay for all your two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. A check when you get off, you know, cash when you get yeah. off the, the 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 plane, shit like that. I'm like, it's dude, imagine it's if like they gave every player that teed it up each week just five grand. That's what I said. And how many every week she play? Five grand. It's nothing. It's There's a drop your caddy. In the bucket. So this, so this deal, right? So, so this deal that they're talking about proposed. Uh, all the players, all the players, the, the 15 event, 50,000, guess how much it is? Guess how much of that's For up? all the players, how much that Everything is? Everything for a year. Guess I mean, what that's I don't up? know. Few, 30 million. 14 million. I was going to say They 10. gave away more than that in Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. I'm all for charity. Believe me. It's great what the PGA Tour does when they line up and give charity and that. that I'm all for it. But whether you're, you know, Tiger Woods or me, it takes everybody to fill the field and get everybody out there to actually – Donate that much money. So why, if you miss a cut, are you out money? I just don't get it. Fourteen million is this proposed thing that they're giving away, but now all of a sudden they're going to do fifty or sixty million for the PIP, which is horseshit. Mm-hmm. It's horseshit. And they I don't even, even they that. don't even explain how you win. I couldn't win that. Any, I couldn't win that if I won the master. If I won the Grand Slam, I still couldn't win that. <laughs> and they don't. Even, no one knows the rules either. It's just nobody knows anything about it. Nobody knows the count. I mean, Rom gave me the the you know the rundown of who actually won all the money, but. It's a joke. I just don't understand how you can be out money if you are the best. You're one to one twenty five in, in a sport yeah. that people want to play from here 
to Florida. They're lined up to play the tour. That was the other thing I said last week about, you know, these Saudi guys, go if you want to go. Please, we will fill spots for you with a lot of other people. Go ahead and take your money and go. I told a person There's that. There's no shortage of guys that are trying yeah. to get a tour. I told a guy that in the, in the, you know, in the hoop at, at, uh, at L.A. I said, when are you guys leaving, by the way? So, so do you, you know, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said, when are you guys leaving? Are you guys leaving soon? Hopefully. Last question you know? on all this SGL stuff. Are you guys like open? You walk down the range in the, over the last year, whatever it's been, and you walk down the range. Like, do you, are guys open about it? Like, yo, I just talked to them last week, man. They offered me this. Oh, yeah. I heard that. Thing. I, I just got this off. They might be a do little they... more open with me because I'm in the face. I ask <laughs> you. Like, tell I, don't me. Give, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I don't even care what the number is. But I ask my, like, you know, are you going? What's the number? You know, what would it take? Da, 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 because I want to know. And I tell him, so look, I got nothing to do with nothing. I just want to know, you know, one. What's the market? Yeah, yeah. What's the market? When are you guys leaving? That's not a question. Because I said, <laughs> I, I wish the top 48. I just moved up 20 spots I wish on the, the list. I wish the top 48 would leave. Yeah. Because we like, we get a field like Pebble. You'd be at East Lake. I mean, the, the, the problem is that some of the fields, we have guys that haven't had a card in over a decade that are filling some of this stuff. So, yeah. you know, it would, it would be a hit. It would suck if you got top 48 guys to leave because who knows maybe the sponsor would pull out and pulled back and Shrink. it would just get ugly i think it would get ugly i'm glad that all the young talent stayed and you know I, I, it sounds like it's safe like the I names that, that could have left and would have changed the game aren't from I what they've it, said their yeah. statements say they're not no they're not, so. they're not they're not going anywhere i'm, I'm glad that, that happened and i'm glad that uh, phil took a shit and we're glad that we have you yeah Love having you, and we could talk to With you all day about eagle. this. double eagle, this is the best. <laughs> we're going to get to something quick and fun to end this episode real quick. So we, we've done the emergency nine with you before, but we changed it up for you a little bit. Yeah, and actually, this one question that we asked everyone now is different from the last time you were on. So oh, yeah. you can trade lives with anyone for a day, dead or alive. Who's it going to be? Phil Mickelson. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I, uh, there we go. All right. That is not true. That's the last person I would trade with at this point in time. Oh God! I last could, person I in life I would trade with at this point in time. I could feel it. Um, you got to be some right. like rock and roll dude or beauty. something. It would be yeah. It, it would be you know someone like like a James Hetfield or you know someone in a major band that um, you know shreds. Axel like Axel Rose back say, in like, like eighty six. You're Just slash shredding. slash Guns N' Roses I mean, something like that. God, that would have been unbelievable. You'd be a, <laughs> I wish I could have gone down the Sunset Strip in the 80s <laughs> when all that was going on, when Crew and, you know, and like Cinderella and, and Warrant and all these unbelievable big bands. Axel, you know, and that would have been unbelievable. You might be that's the one the dude that actually slide into that and not, that's the and it wouldn't look weird. But I might not have come out. True. It's true. Yeah. Like, if I was playing the tour and I got to hang out down the strip, I think I would have just been like swallowed up and been gone. You could have been on that road life, though. Road life would have been nice. Road life would have been bad for a he's, while. You'd be sleeping under life. a bridge right now, but it'd be All right, next one. run. Road right. Okay, let's start yeah. the real thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll handle this ship. Okay, All right. go. Instagram, obviously very, very popular in the world today and also mm -hmm. among PGA Tour players. Which PGA Tour player is most likely to buy followers? Buy followers? Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. That's a damn good question. Oh, man. Hmm. I tell you who needs to. <laughs> yeah, I know who needs to, but I, um, shit, buys follower. I can't even think. I thought this would be off the top of your head. I don't follow enough followers. I don't follow enough players. Uh, I don't know. I actually can't come with anybody. I, All right, we can circle back. I don't even know. I, I don't even know because I don't really. I don't follow that many players. I don't really. 
Who has the most? Who has a lot? I know Tiger and Phil, obviously, but I have no idea. I have yeah, no idea. Is, I assume you'd say like Roy Sabatini or somebody. Oh, maybe. With his hat. Nah, Roy wouldn't. Sabo wouldn't. It, I don't feel like he cares. The silky enough. Slovakian. It's got to be someone to, that cares about social media. It's got to. Yeah, it's got to be someone that. Yeah, it like wants to be that wants to be in that yeah. spotlight all the time. That's why I can't think of who actually like Max is funny. But he wouldn't buy any, you know, he wouldn't no. buy anything. No. Bryson, it's all about, you know, his numbers. He wouldn't care enough. Phil, maybe, I don't know. Um, Tiger right. sure as hell wouldn't. Next question. I don't I think don't Tiger know. knows how to log on to no. Instagram. No, he doesn't He's need got to. The he just followers. knows to put one post All right, I'll on. stay on the social media here theme for a second. Player most likely to take a selfie at the gym before they ever break a sweat. Bryson. Okay. <laughs> he also posts them while he's sweating. There's a lot of gym selfies in the game right now. It won't be me because I don't go there. Yeah, that's perfect. Sure as hell won't be it's me. It's like a gym a workout doesn't count unless everyone knows about it. <laughs> All right, next one. Last year, you and I did this deal teed up for charity where yep. we were coaches of celebrities. Yep. You had Nick Lachey, who's been known oh, for many yeah. things, but he was a member of 98 Degrees. <laughs> and you kind of had a little man crush on him, I feel like. You were going at him a little you bit. You don't feel like I a 98 add, Degrees guy. I would at him hard, though. You I, think, I, think, I don't think we're friends anymore. <laughs> okay. I kind of went at him a little hard, I think. It was fantastic. Give, give it to Nick a little bit. <laughs> you wanted to be in the stands and getting sweat on. <laughs> but, okay, hold on. I had a lot of booze. How are you going to be Axl Rose and Nick Lachey? That yeah. doesn't, no, that no, doesn't no, mesh. No way. Okay, no way. so which PJ Tour player most likely to be in a boy band? Oh, Ricky Fowler. Perfect. Okay. He kind of already was with a he was, golf boys. Yeah, him and Bubba and, and Hunter and um, who's the other one? Uh, Crane. Ben Crane. Ben Crane. Crane. Crane was in it. Yeah. Uh, Crane actually, he did some Ricky funny, could pull off anything. Stuff. Literally, Ricky could pull off anything. I yeah, mean, the guy, he could, he could grow shoot a horn some, out of his head. He could, and he could shoot somebody and they'd be like praising him. That's, That's it. Just, he, he, ha- he has it all. He has it all. Ricky has it all. He does. All right, this one I'm interested to hear because I might have been this guy back in the day. But player most likely to ask to bum a chew as soon as they see you on the range. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, get, I literally get it. I tell everybody, I said, do I, I mean, they have these places that sell these things. There's, They're called convenience stores. But sometimes everybody. you're running late. You don't slide in there. You need one to warm So I up. gave one to Joel Damon. Funny enough, thinking about it just off the top of my head, I gave him a chew on number 10. He was like one under for the tournament. And we had to wait an hour on number 10 in Monterey. I gave him a chew. Over the next 27 holes, I think he was like 15 under. So that won't happen again. You owe me a couple cans, <laughs> so bud. That won't so happen that again. will definitely not happen you again. You owe me a can. At least a can. Yeah. I get hit up all the time. Hey, man. Can I, get I know. Strillman's another one hits me up all the time. Mm. Oh, like, bro. He'll do it. He's he, probably trying to hide it. Yeah. He is. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, 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 can I get Pinch I don't want to smoke like, hey, outside. That's good. That's good. I'm like, hey, fuck off. You know, go buy something. <laughs> I was that guy too, but the next day I'd show up with four and no. be like, hey, I, he hits me up I, all I the time. hit you yesterday. He hits me all the time. Him, yeah. Strillman always hits me up like sneakily. Like sneaky. Hey, man. I love that. Can I get a pinch? All right, next one. There's no question the best nickname on the PG, best and most fitting nickname on the PJ Tour is the Seagull, mm. Charlie Hoffman. There's no doubt. So let's take him out of the equation. No best. What's the best nickname on the PJ Tour? Um... <sighs> uh, I don't even know the other ones. I mean, give me, give me something. I don't even know. Who's got nicknames? Um, I've heard Fig Jam a bunch, but that's a lot. <laughs> figured you'd go with that. But that's a whole lot of that's a whole lot of people. Um, I feel like old dudes had good nicknames, dude. Uh, Weisskopf was easy. The Towering Inferno. You had Boom Boom as a Boom Boom. I mean, a good the, I think the best one ever probably was Steve Pate, the Volcano. The Volcano. I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah. I you feel know, like you really looked up to him a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, the blade. Um, Frankie the blade. Frankie the blade. Even yeah. though it was just a knife that we used to call him El Cuchillo, which is, you know, Spanish for like, it's not really knife. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like knife, but not really. But Frankie the blade, 
I'll give you a quick story about Pate. So we're doing the thing for ASU, and Pate on 17 hits in the bunker on the on the right on 17, and he chunks it out. And he fucking starts running. <laughs> starts running through the bunker. I mean, he's got like 15 yards. He didn't just go out this way. He starts fucking running, right? Gets on top of the bunker, jumps, and tomahawks this wedge. And it goes... Dude, that guy's, I like him. <laughs> that is my kind of guy. And this is 1996. And I'm like, man, that guy's unbelievable. I found out his name was Volcano. That was unbelievable. That is he great. He could go. He's still a beauty. Oh, it's incredible. He's incredible. Unbelievable. I, I don't even know. I don't I don't know the other nicknames. That's the thing. There are not as many dudes now with not good now, nicknames. I mean, like the old days had better ones. I mean, Patty Ice, that's not really a. That's, no, not that's not really Big a beautiful. We just settled on Big Beautiful because we made it up. So. Is, no, he is gorgeous. He is he a is special gorgeous, dude. I don't really know other other nicknames. I don't. I don't okay. I don't really have Seagull, one. Seagull, it's all that matters. Seagull, I mean, Seagull's Hoffman solid. wins by a landslide. Yeah. I mean, he wins a PIP no matter what. 100%. And it's catching some momentum. All right, I got two more for you, but player most likely to clock up an entire hole with too many putting aids on the putting green. God, I keep seeing it all the time. It just happened the other day. Who the hell did it? I had to take the tees down. Um, Bryson used to do it. No, no. He had the whole, like, enclosed thing that was... Who did it the other day? Um, I want to say Zal Torres does it. I want to say... Who the hell was the other kid that did the other day? He had, like, 15, 20 tees. I'm like, bro, this green's not big enough out here. At Riv, the Mm -hmm. greens are, like, the size of here, right? Oh, yeah, small there, yeah. Took the whole thing. I don't know who the hell... I can't remember who the hell it was. Can we talk about iron covers, though, by the way? <laughs> Can we talk about... There's only one guy, right? So, I, I mean... Aaron I, Rye. Aaron Rye. I mean, iron cover man. You know, we got iron man, but iron cover man. Yeah. And the two gloves and the iron covers, I'm like... He's got bro. the whole deal. And he's slow as fuck, too. <laughs> fuck guy couldn't be any slower on Is top he? of it. Uh, fuck couldn't be any slower. That. I'm like, I don't even know the fucker. I don't even know the guy. Well, he's got to take the head cover off and put both gloves on. I don't on. know who he's he got is, a lot of stuff to but do. I got behind him in the prime. I'm like... Who in the fuck is this guy up here? <laughs> Iron covers, two gloves. I'm like, taking forever. I'm like, what are we doing out Dude, here? Dude, he's got a lot of action to get what ready for a shot here? even before he starts. Like, what are we doing out here? You know, come on. It's not just you. Iron covers. <laughs> Iron cover. Right, my last deal. one. God. I feel like I know the answer to this. I got one, like, good positive one yeah, after you. Yeah, no, you're 46 years old. You can win one more PGA tournament before you call it quits. No major, no players. What's it going to be? Tory Pines. Yeah, I kind of figured that. I should have said and or Tory Pines. Top, top six this year? You know what I mean? Was that your best finish? Uh, I finished second. I lost to Stallings, uh, what, eight years ago, something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, that yeah. was, I literally put that in my mind. You know, for me to finish top 10 at that tournament is. That's golf. Is, it's beyond if golf. If you're to bad shoot, at anything out there, it's going to show up. Oh, <laughs> anything. I mean, to shoot 900 on the weekend there, I swear to God, it's the best golf I've ever played in my life, even when I won. Yeah, all right, last one. That's a B. All right, here's a pause because we've been doing like embarrassing ones. All right, player most likely to go to caddy dining and eat with the caddies. Me, I've done it a hundred times. That Today. happens actually more than you'd think. I do. Yeah, well, yeah there are a bunch of dudes. Yeah, especially when they had that caddy, the caddy wagon. Yo, the I've caddy been to caddy dining one time a year. I'm in there. I don't see nobody coming in to eat with us. Bro, the caddy wagon was unbelievable. Yeah, colonial. Be, the caddy wagon used to be incredible, but I'll tell you what, there is some bad food. Those guys, I mean, they get treated. Some like, weeks it's. I mean, the food yeah, was dude, so I bad felt, in player dining. Uh, the caddy yeah. wagon was a very popular spot. You can get a sandwich, chips, it's like $2. Yeah. 
It's uh yeah, I, I mean that. literally they 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 get Take they get treated like prisoners. And sometimes. Pebble, it was Chipotle every single day. That, I was in there. Oh, that's I was a, in, that's I was, all I need. I was in there every week. I was down right, there. Was though. There. First off, you're wrong about Colonial. A lot of players eat eat the one down there because they have a barbecue. I'm just saying, yeah, dude. I was there last year. One year I was in the well, corner you were, thinking you were in the corner I was getting fined. I was like, fuck, how am I gonna handle <laughs> I ate Chipotle this? Every but no, one single player in that piece when we were down there. Pat Perez, you are an absolute beauty. Never change, my man. Don't ever. Love you. God. All right, well, that was Pat Perez joining us here on Golf Subpar. Oh, boy. Yeah. That one was fire. So he's, you know, obviously some very interesting comments there at the end with Phil Mickelson. Obviously some personal stuff they have going on. But um, like I said, one of the reasons I think everyone loves Pat Perez, he's one of the most popular guys on the PGA Tour, is he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He is just very honest and lets you know how he feels. Yeah, it was, it was spicy. I mean, there's some things in there that, you know, we heard him talk at Riviera. We wanted to give him a you know, an open platform to come and, and speak his mind. And I think it's clear that we, we be very clear that like, this is a platform golf so far where we let anybody come on. You want to talk about, we don't tell you what to say. Hey, come on and give this take or whatever you come on. You speak your mind. It's a safe place right now. Phil's getting, you know, the he's getting, he's getting it from a lot of different angles right now. And uh, I just want to be clear that like anyone that's on Phil's like, we're happy to have a conversation in support of Phil. If there's somebody out there that wants to, to make those points too. But Pat is a friend of ours. Uh, he had some things on his mind, and we're a platform where you can come and, and, and speak your piece, and that's what Pat did. And um, it was it was very interesting diving into that and kind of peeling back the layers from some of those statements he made at Riv. Yeah, he is. I mean, he loves the PGA Tour. He's been out there for 21 straight years, just an unreal career. And he's passionate about the PGA Tour, and he supported the PGA Tour. He is not for the Super Golf League and the Saudis. And, I mean, all we can do is ask a question. And he goes where what he wants to. And people he, think. Yeah, he's honest about it, but – He's just so much fun to talk to. He He's very fiery. He's very passionate. I mean, talking about, you know, turning 50, which is still four years away, by the way. Uh, he's so excited to get out there. He's built for the PGA Tour champions. I've never seen anyone more excited to get older than Pat Perez. No, he's like that gray area, that 45 to 50, where guys kind of aren't good enough to play on the PGA Tour anymore. They're waiting for the champ tour. Pat's clearly good enough to still be on the PGA Tour. He's just coming off a couple of top tens at some tough tracks. But he's just chomping at the bit right now. I think he's looking forward to that more than anything. And, dude, he's just the guy that, like, you know, we show up. I see him in the parking lot. He's already got a bunch of energy. He's sitting there holding his own bottle of wine. He brought a glass. Like, he's ready to go. You don't, don't take a lot to wind up Pat. And he's just always fun to talk about. No matter what the topic conversation is, Pat's got something to say about it. And I think that's – he's a breath of fresh air just in the world of sports, not just golf, where there are so many guys that are so scared to say – what they actually think. They might get in trouble. Pat doesn't subscribe to that theory at all. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. If you don't want to hear it, don't listen. He's very incredible at swirling the wine, too. Oh, he ain't no rook. He's a professional <laughs> no first wine time. swirler. Yeah. And, and apologies to Aaron Rye, by the way. He got, I don't even know how that came out. That was up. out of left field. <laughs> he just threw that out that there. That was just but, like a little, like a stray bullet that just yeah. came in there. We're on one side, just shot to the head. Kill shot right there for him. So, yeah. That was, that was a lot of fun. That was our second episode with Pat Perez. I'm sure it will not be our last. Yeah. Without question. Pat's got an open forum. And like I said, anybody on Phil's side that wants to come in here, Phil himself, anybody that wants to come in and, and talk about that, we're all ears. We're we're on both sides. We don't take sides. We just provide a place for you to, to speak your piece. And, and Pat did that. All right. Well, it's time to make everyone out there some money with our people over at FanDuel. Step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can place their first PGA Tour bet risk-free. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. 
The app is so easy to use. There's a range of betting options like outright winners, head-to-head matchups, nationality props, and so much more. And when you win, you get paid fast. How fast, please? Within two hours. But you can do all kinds of things. You bet top 10, top 20, top 30, matchups, birdies, all kinds of Anything stuff. Anything you mean, want. Who's better than FanDuel? Taste it. All right, so go low this summer and bet on the PGA Tour. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code SUBPAR to get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Remember to use code SUBPAR to get this special offer today. FanDuel Sportsbook, a fishing betting operator of the PGA Tour. Must be 21 years old and present in Arizona, Connecticut, New Jersey, or New York. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, or 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369 in New York. Don't worry about any of that. We are on to the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Huge event out there. You know, one of the tournaments where if you win, three-year exemption. Obviously, a very, very big purse in a very strong field. So it's time to get a house it. that aren't not built. our best, not our best week last week. But you know, those happen. Yeah, it's just. What By it the is. way, there was a man on Twitter that came at me hating on Louis Ustazen. Shot five over the first day. Followed up a little twenty nine on his second nine Friday. Shoot sixty four. At one point, got all the way up to fifteenth in the field, and I was like, here he comes, here he comes. This could be a sneaky little backdoor good finish. Didn't appreciate the hate. He didn't apologize when Louis was. Stuck around and made the cut, but whatever. On the opposite side of that, I started getting a bunch of t- uh, tweets and messages when Joaquin Neiman was 400 through 10. And they're like, mm. here he goes. He's doing it. He hit the pin, almost hold out. And like, here he goes again. I was like, yep, of course. Just like I said, he's going to be fine. Then seven over for the remainder of the 36 holes, MC trunk slammer. So things can turn quick in this game, bud. All right. Well, the defending champion, Bryson DeChambeau, will not be in the field this week at the API, but we have a loaded field. And for the favorite this week... I'm just, I have a feeling that this is going to be a huge year for this guy. He won at the API back in 2018. His number's a little low, but I just think he's going to play really well. It sets up perfect for him. Rory McIlroy, 10 to 1. Ooh, okay. Out on a limb. Little 10 to 1 piece there for Rory. It's Good tough. spot I just, for him. I mean, this place gets very firm, very fast. Rory hits it to the moon. He's a great iron player. I was around him at Riviera. The driver, as always, looks incredible. It's a weapon. He just seems to be in a really good place in life, too. And a, and a happy, happy Rory normally leads to really good golf. I'm looking forward to Rory having a big 2022. Yep. I mean, there ain't no reason to to doubt that. I wanted to go up top, too, and pick John Rahm, especially coming off the heels of a, like a bad Rahm. week for him at Riv. But uh, eight, to, 8 to 1. I mean, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need a little more juice than that. So at the top of my board, I'm going back to the well. Picked this man at Riv. Came damn close. Shot, uh, finished fourth out there. But Victor Hovland, 14 to 1. He's finished top four. And three of his last five, including two wins during that time, the hero and Mayakoba. I mean, we don't need to talk about his his ball striking. We all know about it. he's one of the best drivers in the world, one of the best iron players in the world. Short game, eh, but getting better. Putter's plenty good. So good week at Riv. I look for him to continue that. I just think he just gives himself so many chances, T to green, that uh, these places where that's paramount. I love Vic. So 14 to 1. Let's run it back. And he's delivered two wins for us here on Golf Correct. so far. Can he make it a third? This 21-22 season. going to win some big events. I mean, I lo- this is a ball strikers golf course. I've played here many a times. This is built for Victor Hovland, no doubt about it. You go a little further down the list, going off a guy who's – I talked to his swing coach, Mark Blackburn, a lot. You know, he played tied for fifth at the Honda last week. He seems to be trending in the right direction. A golf course where you got to be a big hitter. 
Gary Woodland, fifty to one. I just, I just think good golf is coming for Gary. It was good to see G Dub have himself a week last week. It's been he three putted eighteen from six feet. He did. Way. Did you text him? Of course. As Whoop. soon as he finished, I'm like, why nice would you finish. do that? Nice finish. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah, they're why? still giving away money. Hey, you don't have to hit six footers twelve feet. Okay, he just yeah. rammed it by. I'm like, what are you doing? I know it's been a while, but chill out on the seventy second when you got big money putts. But it was good to see G Dub back in the house playing some good golf. I'm going a little further down the list as well, and I'm going with a familiar name from last year. I don't know that I've talked about him a lot this year. 55 to 1 sitting there. One of the best strikers of the rock on tour. Flusher is what we like to call this guy. Corey Connors. Okay. I'm going with him. He's had a little time off after the Genesis. Get things right. Come back. But just another guy that's just going to pound fairways, pound greens. Potter. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, wow. What was that? Long weekend, bud. You know what I mean? But he's just going to pound fairways, pound greens. And I just, the harder it is from tee to green, the better I like Corey Connors. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and. Go with one of my faves, you know. I love I like this that you man. Said he Fifty-five had a, to one. He had a little time off. He took one week off. One week. That's plenty of time. How much time do you need? All right. Well, API is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to give you one more, a little further down the list. Ooh, bonus His ball. numbers are very, very good. He's got some of the best numbers at Bay Hill, but obviously has never hoisted the trophy. But he got a PGA Tour win earlier this year. Sixty-five to one. Luke List. Look out for him this okay. week around the API. Lukey. there. So make sure you go download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code SUBPAR. Get amongst it with our people over at FanDuel. It's going to be a great week. And we got another incredible episode coming to you next week. World number two and arguably the most perfect human we've ever sat sat with on Golf Subpar. Colin Morikawa joins us. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar. Subpar.